What's good, good people? I am Merck. This is Dynamite Hill. To all my first-timers, welcome to the hill. To all my old heads, y'all already know what it is. Yeah, so today um, I wanted to do um, an audio-only version um, of a reading of the essay that was recently posted to DynamiteHill.com on critical race theory entitled Thoughts on Critical Race Theory, White Guilt, and Accountability. So yeah, let's uh, jump right in. Um, I led with a quote uh, from Tanahisi Coates from his book, Between the World and Me. And the quote reads, but race is a child of racism, not the father. Leading on into the essay, over the last few years, we've seen state legislators in debate around the teaching of critical race theory in schools. In states such as Tennessee, Oklahoma, along with a few others, critical race theory has already been banned from the classroom. Those in opposition to critical race theory root their argument in the shallow idea that by teaching about race and racism and how it has fundamentally shaped the development of our country and all of our experiences within it, somehow perpetuates white guilt and self-hatred amongst white children, while also creating disdain, disgust, and distrust for non-white students towards white people. <laughs> Here's a riddle for you. How does one successfully attempt to escape an inescapable fact? The answer, deny the existence of the fact altogether. What continues to be the greatest threat to racial equality and equity in this country is the denial, expulsion, and outright refusal of the acknowledgement that this country has been and continues to be inherently racist and all of the fruits of this nation via its systems, legislations, policies, and structures are poisoned by the venom of its racist origins. When I see white folks holding signs that claim that critical race theory, CRT, is actually creating racial tension, CRT, I have two immediate thoughts. The first, do these people even know what critical race theory is? The second, if it's two things white people are gonna do, if they don't do anything else, they're gonna fight tooth and nail to preserve whiteness and all of the inherent privileges that it requires and avoid any critical conversations about race that hold their whiteness accountable for its heinous crimes against humanity, particularly those against black people and people of color. Let's explore the first thought and then we'll proceed to the latter. Critical race theory by definition is an academic framework that examines race and racism as a social construct that is inherently part of American life. It broadly asserts that racism is not simply a product of individual bias and or prejudice, but rather a manifestation of the collective biases and prejudices within our systems, legislations, policies, and structures. Critical race theory asserts that racism is systemic and inherently works for the benefit of white folks, both consciously 
and unconsciously while working to the detriment of black folks. Critical race theory in its entirety is also tremendously dense, nuanced, and highly academic. It is often only taught and trusted in the hands and minds of graduate level students. With that, I would safely assume that anyone debating against critical race theory does not have an actual grasp on what it is and has never sat in a classroom, read a book, or studied critical race theory in any academic or nonpartisan form. So the greater discussion is less about the actual concept of critical race theory and more about the teaching and discussion of race and racism critically and honestly in classrooms. Now, the second thought. Nothing challenges or displaces white comfort more than a critical and honest conversation about race, racism, and white privilege. Teaching little white kids the true story of race and racism in this country is a direct affront to the preservation of the sanctity and innocence of whiteness. There is nothing that can be more beautifully liberating whilst also being incomprehensibly frightening than the truth. The history is undeniable, despite being deplorably and deeply manicured in partisanship. But many white folks refuse to acknowledge that the fruits of the history are still deeply present today. It is a complete denial of causality, despite how obvious and Omnious it is. What it all boils down to is whiteness and its relationship to guilt. And depending on the individual perversion, the performance of white guilt manifests itself in a variety of different ways. Whether it be the more liberal, apologetic, performative forms of white guilt, i.e. apology and sympathy towards the plight of black Americans, or the more conservative, also performative, avoidance and resistance to acknowledge systemic racism and its byproducts, it is all about whiteness and its relationship to guilt. The majority of the arguments across conservative media, once you remove conservative jargon and post-racial veils, amounts to a plea that sounds and reads as, we need to stop teaching critical race theory because it makes white people feel and look bad. This is, in its purest form, the abdication of accountability. Here's my challenge to white folks, regardless of where you stand on the issue. There is a clear separation between the concept of whiteness and the white individual. While there is significant intersectionality between them and their relationship to overt and systemic racism, the two are separate but not completely exclusive. If critical discussions and teachings make you feel uncomfortable, guilty, or if they lead you to feel as though you have to unfairly or disproportionately assume culpability, deal with it. You should feel that. And your kids should feel it too. What I care most about is what you do with those feelings. Don't hide them or try to use your privilege, you know, the one that many of you don't believe exists, 
to destroy or discredit the tools that have been created, refined, and studied to help dismantle the very systems, laws, and structures that are at the root of your guilt and the centuries of racism, discrimination, and disenfranchisement of black folks. Confront them, check your people, own your shit. Try pulling that up by the bootstrap. I promise you, we all will be better for it. I appreciate y'all for locking in with me as we review critical race theory and this essay, uh, Thoughts on Critical Race Theory, White Guilt and Accountability. Uh, this is a hot button topic, man. So, you know, make sure you guys, you know, go check out the uh, actual essay itself. Um, check out the YouTube page. I will be kind of making an, an added extension of this conversation there. So, uh, yeah, make sure you guys tap in, subscribe to the podcast, um, subscribe to the YouTube page so you can stay up on content. And uh, we're going to keep pushing, man. We got to continue this dialogue. We have to continue these efforts because uh, the, 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 the teaching of critical race theory um, at the, the high academic level, um, but also uh, encouraging and empowering instructors at the K through 12 level uh, to be able to have these critical and honest conversations about race um, is, is, a, is a deposit and down payment on a future that we all are working uh, tremendously hard to ensure. So make sure y'all lock in. We'll circle back. It's love always later.